2: time in franchise history.
3: I've been dreaming this my whole life. They still have you. It's time to put in the work. Every man gonna dominate.
4: Offense, defense, special teams.
1: Let's go. What are we talking about? Greg Zerline
0: sends the Rams to the Super Bowl.
3: Welcome to Rams Talk Radio, this is Derek C. Apollo with a collection of fellow miscreants from podcasts all over the NFL, that's right, it's our retake, back last August, I got this group of, this motley crew together to go over the season that we thought was going to be, and of course we agreed when it was all over to come back and look at our train wreck, and after putting all the numbers together... It indeed is a train wreck. So let me introduce you to the entire group here. First, I have the Rock Power Reporters, Drew Gear and Chris Krueger joining us, representing the Buffalo Bills. What's up, gentlemen?
5: We're just living the dream over here.
3: Living over here in dream. Buffalo,
4: New York, you know, it's still snowing. It's still sub-20 degrees. I'm sure wherever you guys are, it's much more hospitable.
3: I'm not sure it's that much more hospitable. I'm in Ohio, for crying out loud, but okay. Um, what are your opening thoughts guys got some opening thoughts for me well uh we just did a we
5: just did a podcast before we came on with you guys and we we talked a lot about drew's favorite thing the combine talked a lot about hand size
0: (laughs) i'll
4: tell you this if, if we're looking back to last year the first thing i have to say is i put my faith in doug marone guys you all sat there silent while i was talking up the jaguars couldn't any of you have thrown me a bone and told reminded me that I'm talking about a guy who loves bologna? Like that's his favorite it's his favorite meat is bologna? That's a problem right there in and of itself.
3: None oh, of you to help me. That's right. You have to do a seagram's you have to drink a seagram's this podcast, don't you? You made a bet with Garrett, wasn't it? You made a bet with Garrett. You did. All right. So you're gonna down a seagram's here. All right. We have this, the Chicago Audibles, Brandon Hazlett, representing the Chicago Bears. Brandon, what's up, man?
1: Hey, what's going on? I had, a, had a name change since I was on in August, so uh, it's been going good with the new name change. It's, uh, what happens when the NFL sends you a letter saying you've got to change things up?
3: I'm just waiting for mine, to be honest with you. I talked to, <laughs> talk to Will about that. I'm, I've already begun the preparations on that one.
1: Hey, what do you yep. have to say
3: about that 2018 NFL season, man?
1: What a surprise! Uh definitely did not see twelve and four in the Bears future, so that was a lot of fun to be able to go through that roller coaster and uh just like the rock pile. We did a uh podcast before we came on or I came on here. Uh, again, a lot of talk about the combine, did our state of the franchise for the third phase special teams as exciting as that sounds. So uh a lot of good things happening over at the Audible.
3: Next up we have the Keep Poundings podcast with Dennis Walsh for the Carolina Panthers. Dennis, man, how you doing?
6: Doing well, man. Been a uh Hasn't been too long since you joined us for our Madden Sim, huh? Yeah, that was fun. It wanted to be right, Dagnabbit, didn't it? It's always right. Three years in a row, pretty much.
5: Yeah. But even uh, the
6: low-scoring game. It was ten to seven. Yeah. So, so. sorry about that, by the way. But uh, yeah, good to see you again. Yeah, Talk to year. you again. All that stuff.
3: So, what are your initial thoughts looking back at twenty it, eighteen?
6: It's weird, man. You you, you mentioned an inconsistency, and uh, we saw about four different Panthers teams this year. So um kind of a kind of a, a end of an era here with the with the uh with the Panthers we, we I did actually predict Peppers would retire but a lot of old guys people that have been on the team a long time leaving this year kind of getting that fresh start and maybe evolving into that fun offense that we've been hoping for for the last you know 5 years so i think this is a big offseason for the Panthers
3: finally we have the lightning rounds Garrett Sisti for the San Diego Dash, Los Angeles Chargers. Garrett, how's it going, bud? Good, man, good. Want
7: to point out first uh, and foremost, Rockpile Report 0-2 against me. Uh, they wanted to take the under on the Week 2 matchup against the Bills. Of course, the Chargers beat that ass. Uh, they were they won by 11. <laughs> I think it was 31-20 at that point. So uh, this is number two. Uh, Seagram bet they lost to me, and that's it, really.
3: Any final thoughts on the season that was? Oh,
7: man, well, for the Chargers, it was great. Uh, they definitely overachieved in uh, everybody's mind. 12-4 and 4 was great. Getting a, a playoff win was good as well. Uh, of course, loss to the Patriots, bad. But, uh, yeah, it was a very uh, promising season for the Chargers. Don't have a lot of key free agents uh, up this year. So, uh, very promising going into 2019.
3: All right, As for me, guys. This season was a heck of a ride that ended quite bitterly. My only one team can win. I just wish it wasn't the Patriots, gosh darn it. I mean, I think we can all agree on that, right? No one wanted to see that.
4: So, no. No. If you're talking about the Patriots winning a Super Bowl, I have a bottle of champagne in my fridge right now. I don't know what to do with it because I bought it. Last year, we had a bottle of champagne from where me and my wife got married. Okay. As a Bills fan, Watching the Patriots lose the Super Bowl the way they did was one of the that was the crown jewel on the whole season. I mean, I thought winning the making the playoffs was enough. Watching them lose the Super Bowl somehow felt better. This year I bought another bottle of champagne, put it in the fridge, and said, hey, when they lose the Super Bowl again, we'll pop the uh, it didn't happen. (laughs) So now it's still in there, and I don't know what to do with it.
3: You know who did pop off on the way to the certain, well, That was Robert Kraft, apparently. So we can at least make fun of him. <laughs> mm. well, well,
6: hey, hey Drew, uh, we got to see two Super Bowls this year. I, we got to see the actual Super Bowl, and then we got to w- uh, watch Kelvin Benjamin's Super Bowl, which was preseason game week one, where he put more effort in, in that game than probably every game he's played combined. So All right. That was fun.
5: First of all, he had Nathan Peterman. I mean, come on. Oh, jeez.
4: Yeah, Nathan Peterman. You know, a stud quarterback, Nathan Peterman throwing football. Ultimately, first of all, curse you, Panthers, for sending us this guy. You trade him to us for picks, and the GM had to be laughing the entire time he signed off on that. Like, I can't believe these guys are willing to take this guy. This is hilarious. Oh, Lord. Ultimately, the guy went on to KC and did nothing, which made me feel a lot better about his contributions here. Because everyone kept saying Kelvin Benjamin's going to leave the Buffalo Bills and he's going to go to he's going to go to a a good quote unquote good offensive football team, and he's going to start putting up numbers. That's what everyone thought about him. And then when we watched him drop his first pass ever in the Chiefs' offense, it's like okay, there's the guy there's the guy that we've been watching
6: for weeks good for you good that, for you, yeah that was cam's fault though but anyway sorry derek sorry to
3: derail you <laughs> well i i get this that's going to happen a lot in this show today but all right folks before we get knee deep into today's show we do remind you that we're available anywhere podcasts can be found including spotify soundcloud spreaker pretty much everywhere you can also find our podcast list with clutch points they feature an awesome app that loads the NBA, and the NFL information to your fingertips. Check them out at ClutchPoints.com or download the app. Also, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. It really helps us out. And don't forget, our other shows on the network, we're doing the best we can to to take over Rams Nation on Podcast Network anyways. Rams Uncensored, Rampage Radio, Butting Heads, and soon Norm Hightower's new show, which will focus on breaking down films. So we're doing the best we can to put all kinds of Rams content out there. All right, so... Here's the rules, guys. Last, last, we got together and and we went through all of our predictions. All right. Now today, I went back to that podcast. I wrote down everybody's prediction and I scored it on who was the most accurate for each question. So today, the day we see who was the most right and who was the most wrong. And I'm also going to ask you see if you um, think I was accurate in my determinations here as to. Uh, those scores okay so for the first question i asked you guys the breakout story of the 2018 season here's the answers that went down den so the breakout story is going to be the jags defense drew called the unraveling of the new england patriots brandon he said the uh, the breakout story the, qu- the return of the quarterbacks coming from acl surgeries wentz and watson's no, wentz and watson uh, Garrett, the rookie quarterback, certainly how do you know? And so where he thought, and then I had, and I think this is, I think I, I gave myself the point on this one, guys. I, I think I gave myself the point on this one. I called for the reemergence of Cleveland and Chicago as legends franchises. And we saw the rise of Cleveland late in the year, Chicago, making the playoffs. I also put here in question mark here for Brandon, how does he evaluate that question now? And of course, where does Garrett stand, but I gave myself the point. Do you guys agree or disagree? I'll start with den do i just do I agree or disagree with you giving
6: yourself the point? Is that what you're yeah, asking me? take a, no take I, 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 I totally do I totally do i uh I actually listened to that on the way home the other night, and I was like, "Wow, Derek nailed that one, and uh you know i i I do think the Jaguars were the breakout story as far as you know how bad they are I didn't say they were going to be good, did I <laughs> <laughs> You
3: said the defense. no definitely I definitely did. Okay, I definitely right? did.
6: But Jalen Ramsey coming unraveled, yeah. No, I, I I totally agree with you. You taking that the quarterbacks, um, uh, Mahomes and, and whatnot. I think that was Garrett um, close second. But yeah, I think calling the Browns and the Bears to do well was a bold move uh, in August. And uh, tip of the cap. All
3: right, Drew, your thoughts?
6: I, I couldn't have. They won the Super Bowl. I couldn't have
4: been more wrong. I called this team falling apart, and for some parts of the season, it looked like they might. I mean, they started the season, they looked like roadkill, and then they met Miami and just steamrolled them. And that seemed to be the thing that got them going. And even though they lost against Miami later on in the season, they never looked as vulnerable as they did in the early portion of the year. I thought that what we were, I knew we were going to see a bad football team on the, on the field for the Patriots in that first few weeks. I just didn't realize they'd ever climb out of the grave, and they did. And not only did they do it, but then they did it throughout the postseason, and they go on to win the Lombardi, which makes me the most wrong person out of this entire conversation. If there's a way to be wrong, I think I've trumped it.
5: This wasn't the first time that Drew's done this. Remember? Do you remember we're on to Cincinnati? Drew called into a local radio station here and said, "Uh, that's it, Patriots but they're done. We're on to sin- we're on to sin- the Patriots are done. You got, not, the- this is the second time he's wrong on the Patriots. So wait, Derek. To, so to, to your question,
6: yes, I give you the point as to the most right, but can we do the most wrong? What was drew the most strong?
5: Oh, absolutely.
3: Uh, <laughs> I'll take that one. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to go there. I was trying to be a little more positive. And, and to be honest, when I went through the points, I didn't get many more, right. So <laughs> I kind of won. I kind of lucked out with the tip of the cap there. Um, but yeah, I guess we can. Brandon had the quarter Brandon, you're next. You have the quarterbacks that returned from ACL injuries. And um I thought Wentz and Watson did decent this year. They just, they weren't prolific like we'd hoped they would be, but solid years overall overall. I'm not sure what your thoughts are.
1: Yeah, definitely solid years for both of them. Uh, I mean, Wentz completed nearly seventy percent of his passes, had a three-to-one touchdown-interception ratio, and Deshaun Watson threw for more than four thousand yards. So, very solid years by both guys. But I think uh, you still get the point for having the uh, more solidified, I guess, uh, storyline there.
3: Garrett, rookie quarterbacks, your thoughts?
7: Yeah, and I, you know, I even threw in, you know, Trubisky because his first, you know, year as a starter, and then even Mahomes. So, if you can include Trubisky, Mahomes mayfield uh made the browns hot there towards the end of the year lamar jackson carried the ravens into the playoffs uh you know darnold and rosen didn't do much but uh those were uh pretty big storylines yeah um i guess yeah i guess I'll, I'll relent and say it's a close second but i think we can all agree that uh, drew was the most wrong
3: <laughs> i'm waiting for him to down his uh to, to chug that seagram's later all right hey, number two i
4: put it on garrett garrett call <laughs> wide open for you brother <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so here we go Breakout Super Bowl contender I gave the point to Garrett on this one He named the Houston Texans At the Super Bowl contender um, I don't think anybody else here Actually nobody else here was close Brandon had the Giants Drew had the Vikings Dan had the Rams Close close there um, And But then got it wrong with the Jaguars And I had the Packers uh, Wow So I think it's an easy one Anybody want to counter that one and make a different argument?
1: I'm scratching my head with my Giants pick. I don't know what I was doing.
3: <laughs> well, a couple of us were higher on the Giants, at least finishing second doing better this year. I mean, they were a better football team, but. They were. But, geez. Okay, I mean, so. I, feel better.
4: I, I picked the Jaguars and the Vikings playing for the Super Bowl. Uh, did it's you? The, no,
3: you didn't. You had the Rams and the, and the Jaguars, dude.
4: Rams and the Jaguars. Okay, so I got one right. But I I thought very highly of the Vikings and I know that I thought the Jaguars would go to the big game, it doesn't get much more wrong than that.
6: Everything <laughs> I thought about last year. I, I, I had that as well, Drew, I believe. So. Okay, well, there we go.
4: See, now I don't feel so bad. Thank, thanks for yeah. helping me, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I had
6: Pat's Rams in the
3: championships, but they both lost. Go ahead, <laughs> oh, Derek. Sorry. <laughs> major drop-off here, number three. The major drop-off, Den, Patriots, Drew, Patriots, Brandon Chiefs, Garrett, Chiefs and I called the Steelers. I gave myself the point on that one. You guys, want to tell me I'm wrong? No,
4: no, like no. <laughs> no you <way.
3: laughs> <No.
4: laughs> were far smarter than we were.
3: So, well, here's but you know, just just to kind of a, a spoiler alert here. Um, I only get one more right the entire time through. So here, we all right, number four, rookie of the year, Garrett Saquon Barkley, Brandon Saquon Barkley. Drew, Sonny Michelle, Rashad Penny, Den, Bradley Chubb, and me—I picked Denzel Ward. Um, actually, I thought this is one of the more high-quality ones we did. All these guys did pretty well this year when they got playing time. And uh, but Saquon Barkley obviously was dominant. I gave the points to, to Garrett and Brandon. Anybody want to take a victory lap here? Didn't Remember? I pick? I think I picked Saquon too, didn't I? No, you have I Brad thought I had the
6: the mention of Chubb. I don't know. You, no, you, we'll you we'll, focus we'll go check Chubb, the tape man. on that one. Watch the tape.
3: I'm telling you, <laughs> I played the sec- second by second, dude. That's okay? fine. Um, I I don't know about you guys. I thought Saquon was outstanding this year, man. I really did. Okay, I mean, if the Giants had an offensive line for anything else, we're talking actually about a playoff team.
1: I, any thoughts at all? The, the thing that surprised me when they play the Bears and beat the Bears in overtime, uh, the Bears just couldn't tackle him. Like I was so surprised because there is one play that always stands out to me. Uh, you talk about their bad offensive line. I don't know if it was just the Bears not showing up, but there's like a 15 yard pocket where Saquon's just following his offensive line. So I there's a lot of parts that go into a, a good running back and his offensive line. At least did his part against the Bears anyway.
3: Dude, do you know what's crazy though? I was at the Lions game and I was on the way out. The Rams Lions game. Okay, I'm on the way out the car. I'm checking the scores, and I hear. I stop and I see, the Bears lose that game. The Giants no overtime. I'm thinking, Are you serious? Are you serious? The Bears just crapped the bed like this, man. Next week's gonna be fun. And then the Bears just came out there and just physically dom- dominated <laughs> the Rams and made them as as bad as the uh, the Patriots did on during the Super Bowl. Just was, I couldn't believe that. Ah, uh, no. Gosh. All right. So, folks, we have a lot more to, to uh, talk to these guys about. Before we do, we do we want to give a shout-out to one of our sponsors. We do want to remind you, if you are a Rams fan, that, hey, we, there's a great book out there. Jim Hawks, was team, Great Glamour, the 1950s, Los Angeles Rams. The book tells the story of the 1950s Rams through the lens of Jim's dad, John, who was an offensive lineman for the team from 1953 to 1957. Check out a son's story of his father and the team he played for in an era of glitz, glamour, and future Hall of Famers. Read about players like Norm Van Brocklin, Elroy, Craigslist Hurst, Tom Fears, and Les Richter in the story span the 1950s Los Angeles Rams. You can find Hawk's book online at Hollywoodsteam.com and on Twitter at team. It's available both in a hardback, electronic form, at Amazon Barnes & Noble. Oh, and it's out in paperback this September 6th. Folks, this is a great opportunity. All proceeds go to Homeboy Industries. It's a charity in Los Angeles dealing with kids and you know, young adults who are trying to get out of gangs. This, this is a this is a special charity to help get those folks out and give them a real chance at life, okay? I've read the book cover to cover. It's well worth your time, so check it out. Jim Hawks, Hollywood's team, Grit, Glamour, and the 1950s Los Angeles Rams. All right, question number four. This was the last stand question, okay? And Den, I'm starting with you. You said the player who makes his last stand this year is Julius Peppers. I said Tom Brady. Drew said Akib Talib and Tom Brady. Garrett said J.J. Watt, and Brandon had Clay Matthews. Who do you think got the point here, guys? I'll start with I'll start with Den. Who do you think got the point? Uh, I'm gonna go on a whim here
6: and say I, I think I took that one. All right, Drew. You know
4: what? Akeeb is an old man, but he's got balls, and so with that, I'll say that he, I I give it to Den. He has to
0: have
6: it. Well Peppers is literally the only person that retired, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be my no, second point.
3: That, that's right. my second point, right, Derek?
6: <laughs> is that my second point or is that my first yeah, point? Yeah,
3: well well hold on, Garrett.
7: <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely Dan. Um and I, I'll take the crown for the uh most wrong here for JJ Watt. I wanted to throw a fire uh, answer in one of these. So, uh, I'll take the least wrong this time around, but Den's definitely the most right.
3: Okay. Actually, wait, Brandon, you there? Yeah. Thoughts?
1: Den takes it.
3: Den takes it. Actually, I gave it a tie. Okay. And my rationale was that we saw a garbage Clay Matthews for much of the year. Garbage. And I gave the tie to Den as well with Julius Peppers finishing out strong and retiring. Um, Anybody want to dispute that, or you want to go ahead and just change it to Den? I think Den deserves
4: matches. it. I think Den gets the point. <laughs> All
5: right, so I'll I'm hold. just glad we didn't finish in last on that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chris, you you picked a you hitched your wagon to a loser. I
4: don't
3: know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, we do live in Buffalo, right. so by the way, since I'm I'm going with the team here, I'm adjusting scores. So there's a chance my winner may change here now. All right. AFC East, I asked you guys for who wins the division, who finishes last, and who gets the wild card. Three points went out on this one. Brandon had the Patriots with the Jets' last, no wild card. Garrett had the Patriots with the Jets' last, no wild card. Drew had the Patriots Jets' last, no wild card. Each of you got points. I had the Dolphins finishing last along with Den, so we got nothing. In the end, That uh, the end Brandon, Garrett, and Drew... Everybody, can we just agree now that AFC East is nothing more than a train wreck?
4: Whoa, 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 I mean,
3: AFC honestly. Train wreck?
4: Okay, here's what I'll say. You're looking there at a go. bunch of teams. Two of them, two of them by design destroyed their franchises. The Jets, the Jets were bad. So they said, well, let's get as bad as we possibly can. Let's trade up and get a quarterback and let's not spend a lot so that next offseason we have money. The Bills, in the same vein, said, well, we're not going to try to tank, but what we will do is we'll sell off as many pieces as we can to get the draft capital in order to move up and get a young quarterback. And then we're going to start both of those quarterbacks. Let's start two rookie quarterbacks with incomplete rosters and see how they fare. And I guess the thing is, the Bills somehow still didn't finish in the basement of the division. That to me is a win. I'm looking at it in terms of not a train wreck, but both of those teams now have quarterbacks who have seen a year. Of, they've seen a year of NFL football, and both of them have serious money to spend. More than what. There's thirty-two teams, twenty-nine other franchises don't have the Hold cash.
3: On. Drew, let me row. ask you a question, man. Let me just break in here, okay? How many AFC East titles in a row have the Patriots won? <sighs> we don't is have it, enough hands over okay. Okay. here. I, I, I rest my case, man. Is it fifteen? I rest my
4: case. My point is both of these teams have the young quarterbacks, a lot of cap space. They're going to continue trying to build. Whether they do it successfully or not, I don't know. But they're on the upswing, whereas you're looking at a Patriots team that's literally thriving on three old guys. Three old guys. And, and they
3: still they couldn't pass it, them up, man. I'm Come on. Keep Hey, picking them to be the tra- – Brandon, Garrett, Dan, step in. What are your thoughts here? Well, I looked
7: it up and it's def it's 10 years in a row that the Patriots it's ten, have won. 10, yeah. Cuz the yeah. Jets
6: got that weird one. But then it's yeah. like five more before that, but yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah, no, this is a train wreck, man. Uh you can keep saying what you want, but uh no, this <laughs> the Patriots own that division. The Bills are a mess, the Jets are a mess, Dolphins don't have a quarterback. I mean, it's it's a mess over there. I, I don't know how you call it anything other than a train wreck. Yeah, they got more experience, but what does that, Is that going to make them a better team? Probably not.
6: You know what's crazy is is being from Boston um, it, people defend the AFC East and say yes the Patriots beat up on them but then they always throw out that like I forget what the actual stat is that they're like w- well above six, uh, 500 against the rest of the AFC or something stupid. It's the weirdest stat in the world but yeah the AFC East is a uh, is a train wreck. Carolina even t- last year just went through the whole thing 4-0 so I'm I'm convinced
3: Brandon no, garbage. Brandon <laughs>
4: Not a qualifier. All of yeah. our teams here. This is Drew. All of our qualifiers here in the AFCs. You look at our teams. Everyone says we're a train wreck, and yet I think the Bills drafted in the top three once in the last decade. And when I look at the Jets, I don't think they've had a top three pick in the last ten years. But
3: Drew, they made the playoffs once in the last decade too, man. Okay, I mean, but let's there's be about that. Out there that are far bigger. Than I'm just are. saying we're, we're talking the entire divisions as a whole here. Brandon, take your shot, man.
1: Yeah, when Adam Gase uh, left the Dolphins and signed with the Jets, you see how big his eyes get? That's because he still couldn't believe that he's still playing in the train wreck that is the AFC East. Uh, it's owned by the Patriots. It, there's still a lot of work to be done by the other three teams. So that's kind of where I'm at with that uh, division. I mean, with, okay. with
6: the Dolphins and the Jets, it seems like they're just waiting until the Patriots are, are done, you know, and Bill, Bill and Tom leave. At least in Buffalo, you get McDermott and whatever. But the other guys, I feel like, are just like, we're, we'll be good someday and that's kind of the mentality they have.
3: <clears throat> All right, but so moving on to AFC. Drew, you're on island there, man. You're on an island. Uh, <laughs> AFC North, Den had the Steelers first, Bengals last, no wild card. Drew, same. Me, same. Gary had the Steelers first, Browns last, no wild card. And I gave the point to Brandon because he got at least something right here. He had the Steelers first. He had the Bengals last, but then he had the Ravens as the wild card. The Ravens do win the division. And so because he's the closest, well, least wrong, he got the point. Any argument there? Nope. Alright, so I don't have one. Alright, my question to you guys What the heck? Pittsburgh? I mean, honestly, thoughts here? I'll start I'll start with Garrett. Pittsburgh? What?
7: Yeah, man, uh, the collapse started when uh, they had that brutal loss at home against the Chargers, and uh, now Antonio Brown's gone, Bell's out the door. It's uh, it's wild over there, man. And everybody's back in Roethlisberger, who seems to be the biggest issue in that locker room. So, uh, yeah, man, they're uh, they definitely going to take a step back this next year.
6: You know, for me, the ironic thing is Pittsburgh is where it all went wrong for us this year. What was it, like 52 to nothing? And uh, that's when Cam really got hurt by T.J. Watt. And that game just completely derailed the season. The Panthers were 6-2 and two before that game. And I don't even know what happened that game. I, try- I tried chalking it up to Thursday night. So when I think of the Steelers, that's how I remember them in 2018. But, yeah, as far as their result, I mean, um, it's weird. They beat the Patriots but can't even make the playoffs. So,
1: Brandon? We talked about the wrong team unraveling all year, or at least you know in the, the preview we talked about the Patriots unraveling, but it was really the the Steelers when when Bell never showed up and then AB's wanting to do all this. And we know Roethlisberger likes to run his mouth on his radio show, and I don't think Mike Tomlin has any sort of control over his locker room because he's just a, a loose kind of guy. So, uh, yeah, I think it was just really the wrong team that we predicted to unravel.
4: True. Well, ultimately, that's what did it. I mean, he just spoke to it they unraveled because they don't have the right guys in the right position. If you have a locker room that has that many egos, think about explosive players. Those guys all carry egos with them. Your Le'Veon Bells, your Antonio Browns, your Ben Roethlisberger's. You as a coach have to manage those egos. Tomlin has proven that he can't do that. Look at what happened with James Harrison. That should have been the warning sign that these things were coming with these other star players. Now that everyone butted heads, Tomlin deferred like everyone else in the organization did to the quarterback. And that organization fell apart because everyone – there was a lot of quit in that team. When you saw them down the stretch, there was a lot of quit in that football team. And that's disappointing for a team that had the talent to compete on the level that they did.
3: I, mean,
2: yeah, for I me think
6: – oh, go Come ahead, Derek. Oh, well, I was going to say, I, I think real quick, I think one thing that kind of – Covered that up early was James Conner doing so well. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he got off to a terrible start, that would have been a story all year, but he kept them in the conversation. And uh, I think, again, that's why ultimately they unraveled, but we didn't really notice it in the beginning because he could cover the bell void, you know?
3: I mean, honestly, I'm to take this a little bit too. Just, you know, I'm living I live here in Northeast Ohio. I'm just 20 miles from the Pennsylvania border. And so, Laszlo's fans here, I think. If you look hindsight 2020, you probably saw it come. When your head coach is more focused on being a social justice warrior, when you're not dealing with problems in the room, you know, I, I think it's inevitable. But the worst part about it to me, the, the almost tragic part about it, is this is the freaking Pittsburgh Steelers, man. This is the organization that we've all known to be arguably one of the classiest organizations in the league. And instead, we've been treated to the real world Pittsburgh style in the last two years. And I think it's embarrassing for the league. I think it's embarrassing for a, legis- a legacy franchise like the Steelers. I don't think there's any other way to say it. So, All right, so AFC South. AFC South. I'm going to start with Garrett. He had the Jags first place. Colts in last place. Titans is the wild card. Uh, I think it's safe to say that Garrett didn't get the point here. Brandon, the only person... To pick the division winner, had the Texans. Also had the Colts last, Jags as a wild card. Because he's the only person who did. Brandon gets the point. I had the Jags, Colts, and Texans as the wild card. Um, not not I, doesn't, doesn't top the Texans to win the division. Drew had the Jags, Colts, and Texans. Den had the Jags, Colts, Tets, Texans, Titans. So we all were wrong. Um, Brandon had the one correct answer being the division. So I gave him the point. Anybody want to oppose that? Nope. No, man.
7: I just want to say I was the most wrong again. Uh, That's
3: two now for everybody counting home. (laughs) Okay. AFC West. Den, he's the winner de facto because he's the only person who had the Chiefs win the division. He had the Broncos last. That's where he was wrong. Uh, No wild card. I had the Chargers win the division with the Raiders last. Uh, Drew had the Chargers and didn't give me a last place team. Had the Chiefs win the, the... the wild card Brandon had the Chargers um, no last place named at Chiefs also winning the wild card and Garrett had the Chargers winning division Broncos last place Chiefs win the wild card I gave it to Den because the Chiefs won the division uh, It was kind of like the the higher up echelon but I can see an argument looking back for those who had the Chargers win the division Chiefs win the wild card anybody want to make an argument there
1: No argument, but I just want to say that the Oakland Raiders are the best team in that division for giving the Bears Khalil Mack. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. You said giving Khalil Mack. (laughs) Pretty much.
4: The the thing that drove me crazy was listening to Bills fans pine over Khalil Mack. It's like, look, you can get a pass rusher. Is that going to solve You guys just got done telling me what a mess my team is. I'm smart enough to know that that wouldn't have solved all of our team's problems. That would have been like what we did when we went out and spent $94 million on Mario Williams and you had had EJ Manuel at quarterback. That's the equivalent there. At the end of the day, you guys got... uh, The the Bears got him and it was a great get for your franchise. It really did set you guys up for success. And... I'm happy for you because you had the infrastructure already in place to support a player like that. Fit him in the salary cap, find a way to make it work, and win games with, I don't know, a young quarterback who's on the upswing. We had yeah. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so kudos to you guys for making that happen.
3: Well, the reason why Appreciate you had nothing, that. though, is because you you guys went and got – and well, you gave up your draft picks, go get a quarterback that – you shouldn't have gotten. I mean, let's be honest about that. <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh, he threw his
3: headphones. Oh, come on. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm we wrong. Had, we had one he of, just can't uh, live with it. I don't blame him. All right, well, NFC East. Now, Derek,
7: sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. And sure. before we move on, and since this is kind of a breaking point, you mind if uh, Drew and Chris over there drink their Seagrams oh, while we take a break here? All Cause right, cause they got to pay up sometime. Well, how okay. about drink so, while folks, I for doing those of you who don't
4: know, Seagram's bets—it's—it's it's more than a bet. It's shame. There's shame involved with this. It's right now. I'm drinking a Seagram's Escapes Bahama Mama.
5: Yeah, I don't have any more Seagrams in my fridge.
4: You heard it right there. I made a bet with Garrick Sisty. I called that we would beat his football team, and guess what? It wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. It was an embarrassment. And def- I, I guess I have to wear some of that because I have bravado on my side when it comes to talking about how we're going to do against opponents. I'll wear my shame. I'll drink this Seagrams. Chris, I'll see you on the other side.
3: Just just drink it, man. Just drink it. Go. All right. While he's doing that, he's chugging it. There we go. NFC East. Derek, you're muted. No, I'm not. But Drew just
7: downed his Seagrams, and that's what's most important here, is that he <laughs> made the piper. Are you taking the other half of that?
5: No, this is the only one I had left in my refrigerator. I do have oh, a okay. 45 sitting on the top of my other fridge, if that's, a, <laughs> that's an equivalent. But that's... I,
3: I would say so, yes. <laughs> Are you done yet, Drew? Did you finish that thing? Yeah, in like seven seconds. He's a champion. <laughs> okay. NFC East. Here we go. Garrett, you ready? You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Sorry, I
7: thought you were about to read me something very bad. And I it was is just bad. Waiting for it Eagles, first <laughs> place.
3: Redskins, last place. Cowboys, wild card. Um. Brandon has the Giants in first place. All right. Redskins, last place. Philly, wild card. I had Philly first place, Cowboys last place, no wild card. Drew had Philly first place, Cowboys last place, Giants and Redskins competing for wild card. He never gave me a definitive answer on that one. doesn't matter. They were both wrong. And then Philly first place, Cowboys last place. I gave it to Brandon because he was dead on with Philly getting the wild card, even though the Giants finished first. He was down with the Philly getting the wild card. Garrett, I think, has an argument because basically the Eagles and Cowboys were split. I mean, they switched. You guys yeah. want to? How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I
7: mean, I, they both made the playoffs. I just had it flip flopped, so I would think I would get that one.
1: I think since you would too. Since yeah, since yeah. I had the wild card and I had the last place team finishing first, I have no issue giving <laughs> up my my point
3: there. Wait, Derek, what did I have? Then you had Philly first place, Cowboys last place, no wild card. Oh,
6: that's not going to win.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, by the way, that shifts the scores dramatically there to who our, who our winner is. Okay. Good. I just want to say. All right. <laughs> as you can see, I'm perfectly willing to change my mind. Uh, this is a more democratic show. Okay. NFC South. Den had the Saints first, Tampa. Last, Panthers is the wild card. Drew, Saints first, Tampa last, no wild card. I had Saints first, Tampa last, Falcons wild card. Brandon had Saints first, Tampa last, no wild card. Garrett had Saints first, Tampa last, Falcons wild card. So I gave the point a split here. Each one got a point. Drew and Brandon both had it, Saints, Tampa, no wild card. A okay. better than
5: finishing in the basement. <laughs> All,
3: right. All right, so NFC North. Garrett had the Vikings in first place. Bears in last place. No wild card. Brandon had the Vikings in first place. Lions in last place. No wild card. I had the Packers taking division. Lions in last place. No wild card. Drew had the Packers. In first place, Lions in last place, Vikings with the wild card. And Den had Packers in first place, Bears in last place, Vikings wild card. Um, this came down to who was the least wrong. Brandon and I split the points because we both had the Lions finishing last. Um, and, yeah, and we had no wild card picked. So the, the, we were the least wrong. I'm really bad at this. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Any arguments? Nope. Nope. Okay, so no arguments, we move on, I want to pose one thing with you guys. 3 of us had the Packers winning the division, 2 of us had the Vikings winning the division. So, honest question, I think I'll start with Brandon because this is this is his division. Brandon, what the hell happened with the NFC North?
1: Uh, you know, it was not the way any of us thought it was going to go. We thought Minnesota would be the a lot tougher team, but they couldn't seem to put anything together when it when it really mattered. Uh, and the Bears, I mean, that prior to Cleo Mack, I didn't think that this was a first-place team. Uh, and Cleo Mack came, and that, that really changed everything. And Green Bay just, I don't know, they, another team that's really unraveling is, is Green Bay over there. Now they're talking about reloading with all these different weapons, either AB or Le'Veon Bell. But uh, they recognize that they're falling apart. They got their new head coach now, and I still think they're headed in the wrong direction as of right now. But it was really surprising to all of us that it declined the way it did.
7: Garrett? Yeah, you know, you figured it would be a easy transition for the Vikings going from Case Keenum to Kirk Cousins, but uh just was not the case, and the defense couldn't carry him for most of the way. And, yeah, I, I think he's right. You know, Packers are definitely going the wrong way, and w- that Khalil Mack trade swung everything in that division, you know. So, uh, obviously, they got, you know, one of the best pass rushers, if not the best pass rusher in the NFL. So, um, good on them, and, yeah, Bears are looking good so far.
3: Den.
6: Uh, well, I, th- I think I picked the Packers to go to the Super Bowl, so um, that basically sums up all we need to know there. Uh, I don't. I, I thought the Packers would at least be a playoff team. Um, I I never thought they would be. They're probably one of the teams that I would say unraveled too. Maybe not the most, but uh, maybe I overvalued Jimmy Graham and and what they did in the secondary. Maybe it was a little too early for those rookies, and uh, I didn't anticipate Rogers. Arguably, giving up on uh, on McCarthy, so oh well.
3: All right, and so Drew, I saved you. I saved you for last because um, I, you're going to get picked on a little bit here because with your Packers prediction in the podcast, you basically said they win this division because Aaron Rodgers healthy. If Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, they win this division. He stayed healthy, and they did not win the division, and in the end, it wasn't close. Do you have any excuses here, or do you want to go ahead and drink that Seagram's again?
4: I watched that team shut my team out. I watched a shutout. It's not... This isn't like it's hockey. You're not watching an NHL game. You're watching football. You should at least be able to kick a field goal at some point, and we got shut out. That's... This team is better than advertised on defense. They're underrated. And on offense, they can have good days. And at the same time, I watched that team throughout the year thinking, this is the team that shut my team out, and yet they struggle to win games down the stretch to the point where they they just don't make it. They don't make the cut. And their coach gets fired and now they're changing everything. And they're, the new coach keeps saying, we're going to do things differently up north. I guess I looked at the Packers as a very different team. I looked at them through the lens that I used to look at them when Aaron Rodgers was making guys from the practice squad look like all-stars. I mean, uh, we all remember the Arizona Cardinals playoff game. That game will go down in infamy as – the game where he had two practice squad wide receivers in a playoff game, and they each had a hundred yards and a touchdown. Let me that's ask you Incredible you guys by any by any standard, that's incredible.
3: Let me ask us as a question. Okay, and this is, I'll start back with. I'll start with Garrett here. Um, it's hard to say, really. How much responsibility does Aaron Rodgers have for the Packers' implosion in the last couple of years?
7: Outside of McCarthy, because they McCarthy. Uh, they obviously put it at his feet, so uh, that answers that question. They believe it's all on McCarthy, not so much on Rodgers, But you know, it's it's an interesting question because he's such a good quarterback, but hasn't been able to get many results recently. So I think it's on both of them, and um, but I, I think it's probably more on McCarthy than uh, Rogers.
1: Brandon. I think it's a lot more on, on Rodgers because just looking mm-hmm. at his personal relationships, you know, he doesn't get along with his brother, didn't get along with Brett Favre, doesn't really get along with management because he wanted some say in some of the draft picks that he didn't even get, you know, two cents, and I don't think he was invited into the room. Uh, so for that reason, I think it falls more on, on Rodgers, just his inability to really get along with guys. Dan.
7: Also, Olivia Munn couldn't get, a, get along with her either. And if you can't get along with Olivia Munn, <laughs> that's, I think
3: yeah, that's, that's you a You might
7: real have red just flag. swung me. Yeah. You might have swung me, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. All right, I, mean,
6: so- I mean, to stick up for him a little bit, I mean, they, they did deal with some injuries, obviously, Cobb, uh, the offensive line, Jimmy Graham. I, I, I don't know. Is he overrated? I don't really know. We've seen him be unstoppable, and then we've seen him not even be a, a, a factor. Um, and then, you know, defense, I, like I overvalued their defense. So, I don't know. Rodgers did take a ton of sacks this year, threw a ton of balls away, um, didn't look like himself. People saying he gave up on McCarthy, that's up for argument. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I don't think the Packers are as bad as they looked this year. Granted, I do think they're kind of retooling that team now, especially under a new coach. I don't think they're going to fall too far. That's just my opinion.
5: True.
4: I mean, When I hear all of this, and I hear you all say what you're saying about Aaron Rodgers, at the end of the day, he's not the head coach. He can't call the defense. He can't recruit free agents. He can only do with, he he deals with on-the-field issues. And when you have a great quarterback, he can do, I mean, you look at the Tom Brady's, the Peyton Manning's, the Aaron Rodgers of the world. Those are the guys who make a difference on the field there's decisions that are made above their pay grade that they have no control over so if your defense stinks or let's say like the packers did this year their third down defense was terrible they allowed i want to say they were in the bottom 10th of the NFL in terms of third down defense you're not going to be you're you're not going to be a competitive defense if you can't get teams onto the sideline You can't force offenses onto the sideline, force punts. Aaron Rodgers can't come out and get the ball in his hands and make a difference. That's going to be a problem. I think coaching was more the problem here. I don't blame Aaron Rodgers for not being able to get along with the head coach or not being able to get along with his teammates. I think he's an elite talent, and when you have that guy, you as a franchise have to hitch your wagon to him and ride him as far as you can sort of like the Colts did with Peyton. Just ride him as far as you can, dump him when you see a better option. True, here's
3: my counter to that, though, man. Here's my counter, okay? You know, in past years, when the defense hasn't been good, we've seen lots of years when the defense hasn't been good. And when past years on the offensive line hasn't been good in, in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is still willing to win. And to say he can't draw free agents or, or attract free agents or recruit free agents, that's not true either. We've seen several players across the league, over the years, recruit players to come play in their city. We saw with the Rams, this is last year, and they went and got sued and so on and so forth. So yeah, I – I, 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 have, I yeah, yeah, have you ever been, been to been Green Bay?
1: What? Have you been to Green Bay? There's yeah, not a whole true, lot there. It's, <laughs> still,
3: it's <laughs> still a legacy
1: franchise. <laughs> it's, there's still, and still and a team yeah, that
4: look, wins whoa, whoa, whoa. Super Bowls. Let me just say this. Green Bay is essentially Buffalo with a quarterback. That's what they are. And that's what they have been for the last decade and a half.
5: Yeah, exactly. When we finish up here with you guys, Drew and I, we're going to Applebee's. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we're not going to Applebee's. That's that's, that's 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 a fancy night. That's a shot at Marshawn Lynch. But ultimately, ultimately what what we're looking at is you've got a franchise quarterback in a place like Green Bay. Green Bay is not an attractive location for people to migrate to, to live, to move their families to. But they get free agents. They get players. But I think they could do more. The franchise could do more to prop that guy up, give him a little bit of help. Maybe he's the problem. Maybe he's not. I mean, you're, you guys are, you want to talk about him not getting along with Olivia Munn? Okay, I'm on with that. <laughs> I'm on board with that because <laughs> – I mean, come on. She's gorgeous. But ultimately, when you talk about getting along with your teammates – this is a guy who makes everyone around him better. He's proven it. Okay? He's proven it throughout his career. I don't know. Okay. They're the wow. same as Buffalo, except we don't have that, and we can't recruit anybody. They do their recruiting through Aaron Rodgers, and they still can't get him anyone.
3: But they could like recruit people if game. they won, dude. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, just be honest. The Packers lucked out when they got Brett Favre, and they rebuilt the legacy of that franchise, okay? And then they they... Made, they took the leap on Aaron Rodgers all those years ago and had someone to transition into. You have to win somewhere, and then eventually start drawing people. And that's where the Buffalo, hopefully, with your new guy there, eventually can shake that out. If Buffalo starts winning, they'll track players there. They were doing that in the early 90s when they, when they made their stride for five. Okay? I mean, I mean, am I wrong? No, you're not.
4: That's a fair comparison.
3: Okay, so uh, NFC West, guys. NFC West. Um, I had the Rams first, Seahawks last. Den had no wild card. Den had the Rams first, Seahawks last, no wild card. Drew had the Rams first, Seahawks last, uh, no wild card. Ram uh, Brandon had the Rams first, Seahawks last, 49ers wild card. And our point winner here, had Garrett, had the Rams first, the Cardinals last, no wild card. He nailed it on the dot. Um... All of us were hard in the Seahawks, Drew, Drew in particular, but we just picked on them last time around. So I guess we all have to eat some crow on the Seahawks, especially with their offensive line being a running offense. No one saw that coming. I didn't see it call, coming. I mean, no one did. So I, I'll loot the crow here. Boy, was I wrong—really wrong.
6: Hey, the Seahawks were the only one of the one of the only Panthers home losses. It was really the only one. The other one was with. Uh, both of our backups and Christian McCaffrey warming up on the sidelines to maybe play quarterback. So uh, those are the only two losses at home. But Seahawks are really the only team that beat the Panthers at home this year. And it's sucks.
4: I have a question for you. Did you know? Did you have insider information that the Arizona Cardinals were only going to spend $2 million in their offensive line?
7: Me? <laughs> Was that question to me? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, I'm the guy who hacked Josh Rosen's uh, Instagram account today.
3: Yeah, I've got his password.
7: I got everything. (laughs) And that's why I knew they are going to be last.
3: Hey, question for Brandon here on this. Brandon, you were the guy who had the 49ers win the wild card. Obviously, with Jimmy G went down, that ended. But the Niners weren't playing all that well before that anyways. Um, Do you see this team, the 49ers, a team that can come back next year? And do they have the pieces? Or are you just saying, yeah, I was wrong on that one?
1: Yeah, I think I was just wrong on that one. Uh George Kittle's a good player. They're tight in. Uh but outside of that, didn't see a whole lot else on the offense that really warranted uh me to think otherwise. So, I I think I'm wrong on that one, Elite there.
3: Okay. So that takes us guys to our last one and we I mean, we've been on for an hour now, so this is way past Drew's bedtime. Super Bowl. Garrett picked the Saints for the NFC, the Patriots for the AFC and the Patriots to win it all. Brandon took the Saints in the NFC, the Chargers in the AFC and the Saints to win it all. Drew took the Rams in the NFC, the Jaguars in the AFC and the Rams to win it all. Den took the Packers in the NFC, the Jaguars in the AFC. and Den- To be
6: fair, I had the Super Bowl matchup the, as the two championship game losers. So,
3: do so I you get like a what? big
6: eraser or like a Chinese finger you trap kind of, or
3: something? You kind of hurt yourself here, dude, because you didn't actually name a winner of that game, the podcast. I it like 10 times to see if maybe oh, I missed what, it. what, the Super Bowl? Yeah, you didn't name a oh, winner for that. Patriots. Well, I mean, no, in, in your prediction back then. <laughs> and I had the Eagles and Jaguars with the Jaguars winning. Um, So, Garrett took this. I actually gave points for each one. Garrett took two out of three points. For naming the um, the Patriots as the AFC champion and the Super Bowl champion, and then Drew got a point for the Rams. So you guys ready for the point totals? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Let's do it. Do I have any points? Den finishes last <laughs> with two points. Woo! Two points. <laughs> well, it might be three. We'll go back and check the tape. Okay. Drew and myself, we finish next with three points. I, yes lost sir. To Drew.
6: I lost to Drew in something. This is yes. tough. <laughs> okay.
3: Brandon, next in line with six points. He was actually my original winner, and then you guys took two points from him today.
1: Brandon. Well, one then- of them Garrett definitely deserved, but if I can fight the other one, at least make it closer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you had six points, Brandon. Garrett finished with seven, and he is our winner the winner of the Rams Talk Roundtable Least Wrong Award is Garrett Sisty from the Lightning Round Podcast with seven points out of 15 questions. Congratulations, Garrett, for being the least pathetic of all of us.
7: Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, at least I didn't lose to Drew. So, Dan, I'm sorry. You're the <laughs> ultimate loser here.
6: This is uh, tough. Even,
7: even being last, losing to Drew that's makes just, it uh, even worse.
6: Yeah, that's
5: a six-pack of, of Seagram.
7: Yeah. So,
6: they, Do they sell them in six-packs?
5: <laughs> yes. Gotta, six. I, I know at the local <laughs> beer store here, you can you can buy a four pack if you wanted to. Four,
3: six, twelve. For I'm buy a, to get them, buy them all. And, <laughs> if you wanted to, and, and I, I gotta be honest. I'm glad I didn't finish last because it'd be really embarrassing to finish last on my own freaking show. Not gonna lie. To you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna end the podcast with this. I want to get. I want you guys, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming everybody's gonna want to come back for the round the tour around the league again. I'm assuming. Yes. Any, anybody not coming back? Okay. No. Nope. So got to defend the throne. Got to defend the throne. <laughs> okay. So, um, I want to ask you guys for a, well, here we go, a bold prediction for the 2019 off season. The 2019 off season. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start with our winner, Garrett. Give me a bold prediction for your 2019 off season, and, and a year from now, we'll come back again. Bold prediction
7: um, for the off season. So that means free agency. Uh, free agency, draft, ahead. whatever. Okay. Um, I'll say Antonio Brown goes to the Raiders, a team that's not really being mentioned but has a lot of cap space, and I think Gruden's a big fan. Well, I know he is. And uh, I think he ends up being a Raider next season, and I don't think that helps the team that much.
3: Man, I hope that happens So of the 49ers. Brandon.
1: Um, I think I'll take Le'Veon Bell to the Arizona Cardinals.
3: Hmm. With David Johnson there?
1: Well, they got to do some trading. It's a bold prediction.
3: Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Drew.
4: I don't know. I'm going back and forth in my head. I mean, if you're talking about bold predictions, bold predictions is I don't think Eli Manning will start every game at quarterback for the Giants next season, regardless of injury.
5: Are you that drunk? He said off season.
4: No, 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 no. He's going to get replaced this offseason. His replacement will get found this offseason. And next year, he's not going to – they're going to go into this year with a replacement on hand, even though everyone, including their GM, says otherwise.
3: All right. Den?
6: I'm going to go with uh, Josh Rosen is not the quarterback of the Cardinals next year.
3: At mm-hmm. all, like gone, traded?
6: Uh, well, well, we'll give myself a little leeway, we'll just say he's not their starting quarterback.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
7: no, that's a good one, Kyler Murray. Yes. Boy,
3: the Cardinals give up that that quickly, that easily. All right, here's Josh Rosen
6: to the Patriots. What do you think?
3: Um, I'm going to say Nick Foles is a bus for wherever team he lands with. I'm going to call it now. Uh, I'm Nick. shocked
6: he's a free agent. By the way.
3: Yeah, Um, do you want to give us a team? I well, you know the Jaguars and him are making googly eyes at each other, but I don't really, I don't buy the Jaguars as having any kind of system he can be successful in. So I'll say he goes there. Um, That's my second prediction. I'm probably wrong on that one, but I think he's going to fail no matter where he goes. I just don't think he's a starter in the NFL. I think he got lucky in a system that fits that fit him, and I'm not sure that that magic can be repeatable twice. So there you go. All right, guys um real quick here but it hey we are looking for sponsors we always need help keeping lights on here i mean the lights tend to go out here quite a bit so reach out to us rams Talk 1945 at gmail.com it's a voicemail at 657-666-5453 we have a media get ready to get out to you don't forget to follow us on twitter talk rams or follow me on twitter dc apollo and i got to give these guys an opportunity to shout themselves out and you know, leave us with a final thought. I'm going to start with our winner, Garrett Sisty. Tell people where they can find you and give a final thought.
7: Oh, uh, you can find me. It's 2019. You can Google my name, find me on Twitter. Doesn't matter. But uh, most importantly, go sponsor Talk Rams. I'll, I'll 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 take my time and say, go find a sponsor for Talk Rams. If you got any money, send it their way.
3: Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: okay, uh, Brandon. Yeah, you can. Uh, I mean, soon Gary. You can Google me and find me on Twitter. But you can also follow the Chicago Audible at the Chicago Audible on Twitter. Find all of our content there. Also on the website, uh, thechicagoaudible dot com. Find everything we're doing there.
3: And I just want to note there if if you happen to like and just have a soft spot for the Bears, I've been a big admirer of what of what the original Bears brothers did. And now Chicago <laughs> Audible, their website is outstanding, so on and so forth. I kind of have. I've stolen a few ideas from them, actually, so there you go. Drew. Thank you. Well, you can find our podcast, The
5: Rock Pile Report. We're on all the major carriers, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. We did a show tonight covering the Combine. Jesus.
4: More importantly, support Rams Talk. I mean, they're they're the ones who brought us all together. That's what we're here for, guys. That's the reason I know Garrett Sisti, who just made me –
6: Maybe <laughs> chug a seat in seven <laughs> seconds.
4: That's why we're all here.
6: All right. Den. Yeah, shout out to Rams talking you, Derek. Derek came on our show. We did the Madden Sim like we do every year. That was fun. Uh, but, yeah, I get, like you just said, Drew, I know the three of you guys uh, because of this show. So um, you guys are all great to follow. So I'm over at Keep Pound Den on Twitter. Also, you uh, can find my stuff on the Riot Report where uh, we do everything Panthers. So. If you're into yeah, that kind of stuff,
3: I'm guessing, guys, we're all going to be meeting again come August for our 2019 predictions, aren't we? We're going to do it again. I yeah.
4: have to get some of my self-respect back from Garrett. I got to get my <laughs> pound of flesh. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. We're running it, ain't gonna it back, happen. sir. You and I, we're we're going to run this Seagrams bet thing back.
7: All right, man. All I think
4: right, I, right, yeah. We'll I, do the next time I mean, and we'll break
7: booze.
6: I'm really going for that most improved player award. This is uh, this was a tough one for me tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah, hey, you, you know,
3: there's there's a, there's a silent sniper in this room, guys, and that is Brandon. Guy barely ever says anything. We kind we kind of drown him out. He finished second by a hair, and yet we have not heard a peep about him being part of a secrets bet either. Brandon, come on, man. You, we're not going to let you go under the radar much longer, man. It's hey, not happening. i in on one of these. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, yeah, deal. Next time in August, we'll bring booze.
7: We'll Brent,
6: Brandon's the guy that does just well enough that he, like, d- doesn't – Does well enough that, like – Yeah, he doesn't, like – First loser. It's not so bad, though, that he needs to drink a Seagram's. He, like, almost won, you know. <laughs> he keeps it He keeps it right around the average. It's not a hot take or a, or a cold take.
3: All right, guys, with all that, do want to appreciate – I appreciate you guys taking the time for an hour-long podcast to come hang out with me and, and talk football and – make fun of ourselves. Um, The game is such a strange game in that we, you know, we can come out there and we can come in. You know, every one of us came into that podcast in August with a really strong, informed opinion. We've been following the draft. We've been following free agency. And, you know, it's amazing how things change in the course of a season and and how wrong you can be even though you came informed. And uh, so I will be having – I'll be talking with all these guys again for the tour around the league here after the draft. I'll be back in August to – For many of us, including myself, redeem ourselves a little bit. And, again, thanks, thanks, guys, so much for A, with the nice words about our show, and for coming on. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having us. Of course,
3: man. Yeah, thanks. All right, so it's, it's time for us to go. Peace out. We'll see you guys Sunday.
2: Get really into your favorite shows and movies all in one place with Flex, a 4K streaming box you get free with Xfinity Internet and get Peacock Premium at no additional cost. Learn more at Xfinity.com Flex. Restrictions apply requires postpaid Xfinity Internet, excluding Internet essentials, one device included.